This show is sponsored by BetterHelp Online Therapy. You matter, you do, and you're awesome. Don't play this on that one. Ask your friends. Visit betterhelp.com super and take care of number one. Hey, brother. Oh, man, you guys. Last week, I totally think we had a huge breakthrough in terms of what is yet to come in the future installments of the Fantastic Beast series. Namely, that Lita was the only one to ever know about the baby swap between Credence and Corvus Lestrange, meaning Grindelwald does not know about the baby swap between Credence and Corvus Lestrange, meaning he thinks that Corvus Lestrange is Aurelius, Dumbledore is Credence, but is wrong. You guys should just see our whiteboard right now. Sit full video by clicking the card. But even if you haven't seen that video, don't worry. The main takeaway as far as this video is concerned is that once again, we have no idea who Credence really is, which led us down yet another rabbit hole that I think is equally as fascinating. I'm just gonna say it right now, I am now 100% on team that Credence is definitely not Aurelius Dumbledore. Y'all hear that rain? Sorry about that. <laughs> The audio is now affected. Yeah, <laughs> the audio has been affected by the rain. But Dumbledore or not, we cannot ignore the fact that Credence be mega powerful. I mean, look at this. He's held a wand for like three seconds and boom, 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 boom. So who or how could this be? Like what long line of insanely powerful wizards does Credence hail from? And how and why has he ended up so far removed from the wizarding world? Well, I think we have the answer and I am here to tell you that I think our boy Credence is none other than the heir of Slytherin. Guys, before we dive on in, we need to give a huge thank you to today's sponsor, HelloTushy.com. I get it, using the restroom isn't exactly the most common conversation topic, but let's face it, we all use a toilet. That is until we all learn magic and we can just make it vanish, but we're not there yet. And honestly, in the wizarding world, they actually adopted toilets, even though they can do in the meantime though, HelloTushy.com is the next best thing. For years, bidets have been hideously expensive, sometimes even costing thousands of dollars. But not anymore. A HelloTushy bidet comes in at just $79. This is just like magic! No, Gilderoy, it's like plumbing, which is to say there's actually no additional plumbing or electrical work required. It's like magic. Wait, did I say it attaches directly to your existing toilet? It does. And because it cuts down on toilet paper usage by 80%, it pays for itself in just months. And I have to tell you guys, our office and homes are outfitted with these things and they truly are a game changer. But in the unlikely event you don't love it, there is a 60 day risk-free guarantee and a 12 month warranty. So head on over to hellotoshi.com super to get 10% off your order today. This is a special offer just for our viewers. Again, it is hellotoshi.com super for 10% off. hellotoshi.com super, link is in the description down below. Okay, so right out of the gate, I'm sure that kind of feels like a leap, like uh, we find Credence in America as an Obscurus. Also, Jay, in case you've forgotten, uh, Tom Riddle is the heir of Slytherin, okay? How could this orphan boy be descended from such a prominent, albeit highly deluded, wizarding family? Well, for starters, Tom Riddle was also an orphan boy. I mean, that's not super relevant. Not all orphans are descendants of Slytherin that I'm aware of, but it is an interesting coincidence. But their lineage does start in a very similar manner, or at least 
I think. Tom Riddle is, of course, heir of Slytherin by way of being descended from the Gaunts. Specifically, he is the grandson of Marvolo Gaunt, the blood purity obsessed father of Morphin Gaunt and mother of Voldemort, Merope Gaunt. Merope? 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 I, 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 I switch around all the time. And this connection is extremely important for Voldemort himself because it gives him a few key characteristics, such as extreme magical prowess and the ability to speak to snakes. These powers being something that are specifically associated with Salazar Slytherin. The ability to speak to snakes is something that was also imparted into Harry after he unwittingly became a Horcrux and had a bit of Voldemort's soul inside of himself. In fact, it's that ability that lead many people to believe that Harry is the heir of Slytherin during Chamber of Secrets. But really, the point is, with the exception of Harry, the only characters we ever see in Harry Potter that have the ability to speak to snakes are all descendant from Slytherin. And here is where things get fun, because I'm pretty sure... Credence can also talk to snakes. It's kind of uniquely played out in Crimes of Grindelwald because Nagini is in scenes with lots of other characters, but she notably only ever talks to Credence. Well, almost. There is this moment right here where she talks to Irma, the person who helped deliver Credence across the ocean to America. C'est votre fils. But do not be fooled by this. Irma actually doesn't respond to her because she can't speak snakes. So really, it might be that this relationship between Credence and Nagini goes way beyond just being people who were sort of being held captive by the circus. He might literally be the only person she can communicate with. And honestly, this could also explain why later on she has such a rapport with Voldemort. It's just like, this, this is the only person I can talk to. And yes, before you say it, I know the ringmaster also sort of talks to her, but I'm going to argue that he more like talks or really yells at her rather than to her. Honestly, if this is true, it would also help explain why Nagini is even in the movie at all, because really, otherwise, her presence is just pretty irrelevant. But here's the thing. If this is what we're seeing, if Credence is a parcel tongue, then it basically requires that he is a descendant of Slytherin. And in 1901, when Credence was born, there is only one family left to carry on that legacy. The Gaunts. And yes, specifically those Gaunts. Marvolo, Morphin, and Merope. Those are the only ones left alive at the beginning of Fantastic Beasts 1. But, but I will say, I think it's very worth noting that a fourth one is on the way. Like, literally on the way. Merope would have been pregnant with Voldemort during the events of Fantastic Beasts 1. Because that movie takes place in 1926, and Tom Riddle is born on December 31st, 1926. And like, like, I am sorry, but it is just not a coincidence that this movie starts the same year Tom Riddle is born. But speaking of when people were born, if Credence was born in 1901 and he is a gaunt, then there's really just no way around it at all. Marvolo had to be the father. Which led me to my next huge question, which is, if this is all true, then why is Credence being sent overseas to America with his aunt? I, I don't know, that's what it says in the screenplay, anyway. Because Marvolo is incredibly proud of his son Morphin, unlike his daughter Merope, who he just sort of, like, uh, tolerates 
at best. Sorry, tolerates is even just a little too polite. I'm gonna go with aggressively neglects. Curiously though, this same pattern matches the Lestrange family to the letter. Lita is born and basically just disowned, but then Corvus is born and he is the only piece of joy in her father's life. Now, baby Corvus is also sent off, but we know why Corvus is sent off and it's to protect him from Yusuf Kama because Yusuf made an unbreakable vow with his father that he would kill the thing that makes Corvus Sr. the most happy. And that's of course, baby Corvus. But so again, if Credence is Marvolo's son and Marvolo is proud of his sons, then why is Credence on a boat to America? Well, one explanation would be that Credence is not actually a pureblood. That somehow Marvolo conceived a child with a woman who he later found out was not pureblood or even a muggle or just muggle-born or something like that. And again, this would be sort of matching the Tom Riddle pattern, who is in fact a half-blood and his mother fell in love with a muggle. But if that is the case, then I can definitely see a scenario where Marvolo kills the mother and then Credence's aunt tries to rescue Credence by fleeing with him to America. But alas, the boat sinks and the baby is lost and Marvolo gets what he wants and he never gives the child another thought for the rest of his life or even mentions it. Except, whoops, the babies were swapped. The heir of Slytherin lives on. In that scenario, it would actually mean that Morphin and Merope had a different mother from Credence, one that Marvolo deemed worthy, I suppose. Although she is also curiously missing in action. But either way, it would explain why nobody ever knew about Credence or why he was never mentioned again, because everyone, including Marvolo, just thought he was dead. But we do have another explanation that Credence was not fleeing to America, but was instead being sent to America. But why? Well, I am not gonna lie. We are about to head deep into some Pottermore lore. So uh, grab your flashlights. The first thing to point out is a little bit out of universe, but it doesn't make it any less relevant. When the Fantastic Beast movies were first being released, we also got some massive updates about the wizarding world on Pottermore, specifically about magic in North America, specifically the founding of Ilvermorny, the American school of magic and the influence it had on the entire American wizarding world once it was there. If you're curious about the entire story, we have a video explaining magic in North America right here, but otherwise I'm just gonna assume you already know this or just trust that I am not making this stuff up. But if you're wondering, what does the wizarding world in America have to do with the Gaunt or a Slytherin family? Well, let's start with this sentence. The wizarding world in America was founded by the Gaunt family. Sort of. Obviously, there were already wizards here, just naturally, but it was a descendant of the Gaunt family, Isolt Sire, who came to America and founded Ilvermorny, School of Witchcraft and Wizardry. Isolt ran from her home and actually came to America on the Mayflower to escape from her pure blood obsessed aunt, Gormlith Gaunt. But before she left, she made sure to steal her aunt's wand, which just so happened to be the long passed down family heirloom, Slytherin's wand itself. But more on that in a second. So far, just so we're all on the same page here, just before the Fantastic Beast movies come out, which are partially taking place in America, we get a huge article on Pogremore about the Gaunt's role in magic in America, then get swiftly introduced to a character who has a mysterious family background. Cool. Oh, and also his best friend happens to be a maledictus who is turning into a snake, and we're pretty sure that he's the only one who can talk to her because he's a parcel dumb. On top of that, this story involves Grindelwald, who is hunting for the Deathly Hallows, and not for nothing, but the Gaunts have one of them, the Resurrection Stone. Not that the Gaunts are aware of that, nor will Grindelwald actually get it, but 
still. Speaking of the stone, the other main thing we know about Marvolo Gaunt is that he is obsessed with his own personal lineage and its connection to Salazar Slytherin, and that he can prove it using his two favorite and most prized possessions, Slytherin's Locket and the Resurrection Stone, or as he knows it, the Peveril family ring. And that is worth noting because there is a third Slytherin artifact in America. A third artifact that the Gaunt family in Europe considers stolen by Isolt Sire, Slytherin's wand. And the curious thing about Slytherin's wand is that it has a very unique ability. It can actually be turned off by speaking to it in Parseltongue. Now, unbeknownst to Marvolo, I'm sure, is that the wand doesn't really exist as a wand anymore. See, Assault's aunt, Gorm Lath, actually eventually tracked her down to Ilvermorny Castle and attacked. She planned on killing Assault and her husband and then kidnapping their children. And when she got to the castle, she took advantage of this ability of Slytherin's wand and turned it off. However, she ends up losing the fight anyway and dies. And afterwards, the wand is no good because Assault doesn't know how to turn it back on because she's not a Parseltong. So she buries it on the school grounds where it actually grows into a humongous snakewood tree, the branches of which nobody is able to prune, but the leaves of which offer healing medicinal properties, which according to Pottermore represent testament to the fact that Slytherin's wand, like his scattered descendants, encompassed both noble and ignoble. The very best of him seem to have migrated to America. But I'm sure all that Marvolo knows is that the founder of Ilvermorny stole Slytherin's wand, and I'm sure if he knows that it exists and thinks he has a birthright to it, he wants it back. How to get it, though? Hmm. Maybe by secretly sending your parcel-mouth-speaking son to America, where he will grow up and no doubt be enrolled in said school, where he will then be uniquely poised to steal it back? Look, I'm not saying it's a great plan, but it was also Marvolo's plan. I can't imagine it was very well thought out. Where do you think Voldemort got all them wedding planning skills from, huh? Raise your hand if you've been around long enough to get that joke. And yes, I hear you, but hey, but what about his aunt on the boat? Or then, or then who was Credence's mother? Yeah, about that. Ugh. Yeah, it's kind of dark, but it's also possible that they're the same person? Yeah, I'm gonna let you do that terrible math in your head, but while you figure it out, here's a quote from Dumbledore. Marvolo, his son Morphin, and his daughter Merope were the last of the gods, a very ancient wizarding family noted for a vein of instability and violence that flourished through the generations due to their habit of marrying their own cousins. Anyway, the real point is that Credence is totally a gaunt and totally the heir of Slytherin and totally Voldemort's uncle and probably gonna die, but probably not as a bad guy. How did that quote from before go again? The tree, like Slytherin's scattered descendants, encompassed both noble and ignoble. The very best of him seemed to have migrated to America. Ah, the best of him came to America and so did Credence. But guys, what do you think? Is Credence a gaunt? Is he a parcel mouth? Let us know in the towel section down below. And also before we go, just quick announcement that this Friday, August 20th at 6 p.m. Eastern, we're gonna be having a trivia live stream to celebrate Mr. Bob's second birthday. What? How are you already two years old? This is unbelievable. I can't wait. It's gonna be so much fun. We are gonna be giving away a full set of our animal mugs to Whoever comes in first place, it will be a medley trivia. So every fandom will be in place. Sorry, I'm just sort of using you to gesture now, Mr. Bob. What do you what do you mean? What do you mean? 
I'm throwing you a party. Come on now. Anyway, that's gonna be this Friday. Sorry, Bob, I'll get you in a second. That's gonna be this Friday, August 20th at 6 p.m. Happy birthday to Mr. Butts. Calm down. We'll see you there. I'm so sorry. Guys, thanks so much for watching today's video. Don't forget to leave a like on it if you haven't already and subscribe so you don't miss any future Harry Potter action from us. If you want to see Aurelius Dumbledore explained, you can check out this video right here. But otherwise, Ben, until next time, I will see you in another life, brother. Hey guys, just a reminder that on August 28th, we are partnering with Fandom Forward to host a virtual 10K. We're gonna be live streaming right here on the channel. If you want to sign up, you can head over to supercarlinbrothers.store to purchase a medal ahead of time. You can participate by either running the 10K yourself or by reading for 10,000 seconds. Again, we're gonna be live streaming on that day. There's a link if you want more information about all that in the description below.